Radio V. Radio in TV. Radio in TV. Surprises me with those. <laughs> oh, Jakey, Jake, Jake. What's up, everybody? Here we are. We're back. Another episode of Truth Serum. Um, thank you for some of the messages that you guys send, because some of you guys are really upset with some of the things that we say, and that's the, the point of the show is to provoke thought and not to agree with what everybody is saying, because mm -hmm. a lot of people are saying stupid shit. Um, I just got back from Texas and I slept at an airport, so I didn't brush my hair. I, I don't have on makeup. Um, and I'm on this campaign of no, no makeup, no filters. Ladies, be yourselves. Stop letting them tell you what you're supposed to look like. Um, Jake, what's going on with you? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, so you, um, you were a couple minutes late today. You yeah. had a terrible night last night. Why don't you tell people what happened? Well, I got stuck. Um, I was leaving Dallas, and I had to fly through Chicago, but they had some weather problems, so they rerouted me through Houston, and then they had some weather problems. So I ended up sleeping in a massage chair at the mm. Houston airport. So I put money in it until it reclined, and then I pulled it out to put the plug out <laughs> so it could Good stay plan. back. Good plan. <laughs> Those things are so dirty, though. I would, like, put a piece of plastic Oh, no, them. I've been itching ever since. I had of to course. take a shower and alcohol. It was just... You, yeah. It sounds kind of romantic-y, though, like um, Tom Hanks getting stuck in the airport Oh, or that's what it felt know? like. Yeah, um, but in, in reality, there's no way that was fun. I, I've been through Houston. Which airport were you there? Uh, I was at Bush. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, it's no, not that's fun That's a hard all. one. That's not fun at all. <laughs> Bush. <laughs> we <laughs> Can't so, we get an airport right. So you hear Samson is but in the is. house. Samson, is it Crouppen? Crouppen, yeah, like Poopin. I, but I always say Crouppen. Yeah, that's right. But um, you know what? Samson is one of those comedians that I really like because he's not just a comedian. Mm -hmm. He's a content provider. That's he's right. a producer. And, uh, you know, the future belongs to the content providers. So I, I hope so. Yeah, it does. And who will own the content is mm. the question. Yeah, that's true. But he's, he's one of those guys. But on Facebook, he's one of the more innovative guys and more the no, stir the pot Thank guys. You. I am a stir. My, my white friends call me Social Justice Sammy uh. on Facebook, my white college friends who <laughs> think I've lost my mind online. Really? Oh, my Why? God, yeah. How so? Like, if uh, my friends in Atlanta, down south, a lot of my white college friends are like, yeah, at a party the other night, man, all our friends are like, what's going on with Sammy? Is he okay? Like, does he hate white people or something? <laughs> because, you know, I, I've found that I have a, a lot of multicultural friends. Yeah. So, and it's all about your news feed. So a lot of my white friends don't realize that I have a lot of black friends who are saying, oh, my God, this is an atrocity. You know, wake up, how's this happening, this. And then my white friends are, like, putting up these memes that are, like, we support the Baltimore PD. <laughs> and so I'm kind of in the middle of this. Right. So it's just funny because, yeah, they all think I've lost my mind. Well, we're going to talk about yes, uh, white privilege yes. today. And Rachel, is it Dozel? How do you pronounce her Dozel? name? Dozel? I don't know. You have to hear somebody say it. I don't. You know, of course it couldn't just be Rachel Jackson. I, I mean, if she's going to be black, fucking get a black name. <laughs> like Washington something. Like <laughs> Dolezal. I mean. How do you say it, Jay? Dolezal. That okay. doesn't sound black at Dolezal. all, Rachel. Dolezal. No, dude. It's. So, um, Dolezal, what is that? <laughs> uh... It is Czech and yeah. German. Czech that's and what, German. That's what they said. Although she I did meet a black woman today named Cameron Livingston. Oh, yeah. And she said everybody thinks she's a Jewish guy when she interviews, like on the phone. Oh, wow. Cameron Livingston. 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 So, I, you know, the, the interesting thing about this whole fiasco is that I have friends that look like that, that, that yeah. look white. I have a friend named Katia Antoine who is actually – She's blue eyes. Mm -hmm. She's black. Yeah, her father's black and her mother's uh, Swedish, mm -hmm. and uh, it just it just stirred up the pot so much more for mm -hmm. people of that of mixed heritage 
because now people feel like they got to walk around with their black yes i agree because i think that i guess that's the hardest part like you said she does look like a lot of interracial people and then when you hear she has two white parents you say oh and you know i was talking to tiffany haddish this morning about it and it seems like at the root of it what people are most upset about is that she lied yeah you know that just seems like because i've been saying uh you know is she can there be transracial like i feel like could she be a black soul born into a white body and so she went the full 10th degree to make herself black and assimilate and fit in but a lot of people like on facebook have been blown me up about oh man i I don't know am i getting into this too early no jake well you were gonna say something i couldn't i don't think she really she doesn't really look black i mean like she's gone and she's gotten procedures done to like make herself like look blacker but it doesn't really mean that she is no, but I do understand being able to identify. just identify. Like, I feel like that even within no my way. comedy. Impossible. Impossible. It, Dude, this, this whole thing has been said that, like, if you're white, then you can't understand the black experience. Mm-hmm. So this one woman is going to turn around that entire thing that now you can just be black if you want to. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And I, honestly, like, I, we're, we're, we're kind of mad this way. Mm-hmm. I want to see what the anger is when some, like, um, black woman decides that she's white now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, fuck this. I'm not going to be black anymore. I'm yeah. going to be white. I'm going to get my hair done straightened mm-hmm. out and look just like I, I want to. And we're, we're going to be way less accepting of that than we are. Yes. Um, well, there are it. many arguments that that's already happening. Mm-hmm. You know, well, Drake. Like, Drake is actually white. Well, Drake is part white. Right? <laughs> Aubrey. Joking. No, but he is. His mom, he's part his white. But, I mean, he's white. not all the way white. He'd but, be, they say that about, you know, they say it about Nicki Minaj. They say it about Beyonce. These but sure. those, those people don't go around and say they're white. Absolutely. You're yeah. right. This lady I, says that she's black. The reason we're mad about like the um, about her lying is because that's the only thing we're allowed to be mad about. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's interesting? Montel Williams, actually, I tweeted him. I, mean, I retweeted him. Because he had the most interesting tweet to me. He said, this woman is the only woman that's ever been able to scream racial discrimination as a white person and as a black person. Mm. Because she did it at Howard. She she said wow. that she was being discriminated at mm-hmm. for oh, being really? white as yeah. ha- at Howard. Well, white people are usually the ones that claim racism for black people. I find that a lot of times that white people are usually more sensitive. Like, say, if I do a sketch or a video or something, people... Like, the white people are the ones who are like, that was so racist. Like, I just, and I'm like, well, dude, I'm doing that with my sketch group. Where all, do you think I, you know, made all these people do this video or something? And it's just interesting because I always find white people get more offended for black people when they might just be like. Because a guilty mind needs no accusing. Yeah, there you go. You know what I mean? So when you see people that are so, that's my, the whole political correctness police to me. That's, it's like a middle class white women, a lot mm. of them that don't have anything to do. Right. And that they go around policing everybody else and they come up with all these causes. You can't say the R word. You can't say the T word. You can't right. say the G word. You can't say the B. There's an alphabet of words. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was saying, remember the uh, movie, um, f- uh, what's the name? C. Thomas Howell, Soul, oh, Man. Soul Man. Could you imagine pitching that in Hollywood now? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a great idea. It's a white guy. He's going to go in blackface to get into Harvard. Yes. Yeah. Uh? Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty funny movie. It though. was a great movie, well, but I'm just like, it. it's, but he's like, his impersonator, like, okay, man, you got to act like, like, say, brother, what's <laughs> was, going on? What's JJ. going down? I mean, it was so fun. He was fucking JJ, and yeah. you just, it's it was so racist, but it was but a JJ great movie. But JJ exists. I mean, he's JJ like, did exist. But, but it was just, an exaggeration as well. It's just, but it was before the days of PC. It was nice in a sense because you could, Hollywood could make a film like that today. Hollywood, you'd be buried oh, for yeah. even attempting to make that film. I think now. What do you think, guys? You call in eight five five eight seven eight four six five two. We yeah, want to know what you think because this has been uh, an an interesting week. What I thought was very interesting. What I was going to open with was was all of the stories that you forgot about when this story broke mm. because there were so many things okay, going on. How about this, Josh Duggar? Okay, this was something I was telling Tiff. I was like. Okay, we've forgotten about Josh Duggar, the yeah. dude who um, molested his sisters. Who cares? His sisters at four. Who cares? But Honestly, I'm saying the thing is, though, they did not. It's a family issue between those people. Why are we even involved in it? They Why did do not we have an opinion. Agreed, but he's he makes us involved when they put their whole entire family on, on television. television. And well, he then his parents did. So he didn't. His but I, I think the thing is, though, but we have like put this lady on a skewer when you know Jim Bob and the Duggars slid out of the limelight you know and that's all and like the, the police it's officer just, McKinney. Yeah. you know what i think that what's interesting about these people i think the reason people came for them is not so much 
because we're delving into their businesses because of the stuff that they said yes. publicly about gay yes. people. Yes, and being they molested. present themselves at that when you put yourself on that high horse that you're anti-gay and no, this is not the right way of the Lord. It's like, but you know, that's when people want to take you off of that horse. So when they spew the Christianity out to everyone and then you're like you're anti-gay don't believe these people get married but then you molested like little four-year-olds at 15 and then you know mike huckabee is supporting it saying that's okay he it was an adolescent accident and i was like when i was 14 i had no interest to touch a four-year-old girl ever like mm. ever it's a sickness and i just feel like our news media is just like next story and we're just We'll forget about this lady too. I mean, something no else is going to happen. Like, it just oh yeah, it'll be done next week. No, no, but I think she was a yeah. she was a great distraction. It's because interesting. We it's... were really dealing with McKinney. They were rioting in McKinney mm -hmm. on both on both sides. Yeah, um, they got it got really ugly because I was in Texas and that was on the news all the time. And so the people that were defending the police rioted and they got face to face. They faced mm -hmm. off. They almost fought. Um, a black man and a white man ended up praying together because mm. it was it had just gotten to the point where it was gross and disgusting. They were yelling out racial slurs. Oh yeah, and um, and we forgot about all of that. We forgot about everything else that was going on because people get so emotionally vested mm -hmm. in this stuff. And I mean, someone got angry with me on my Facebook page because I said, "Oh, when you guys are done." You know, being mad at this woman who obviously has a mental problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's. Yeah. Does she? I mean, we're uh, agreeing that there's like transracialism and stuff. So, I mean, how do we talk out of both sides of our mouth here? I, I didn't I say. Really, I, didn't, I, say that, I, I really you did say that she has a mental problem. Yeah, I said that it's a mental issue. I believe yeah. that she is transracial in the sense, like I've had friends I knew from high school and stuff who were white girls who really became black girls. They had the cornrows. But and that's they not. Didn't they're not. They're black never girls. Gonna I'm be not black saying girls. they're not being black girls, but I'm saying for like you know, you talk about. I just think they adapt so much, and that is all their friends. That is all their, but you know. I think, in a sense, you can uh, be, I, identify you can with the black identify, culture. You know, Nima Williams. You well, know, now, I agree with you with that in terms of uh, white I mean, he's people. He's white, that, but he's black. But that's not the case with her. This woman yeah. was raised by two white European parents. Yes, yeah, went to Harvard, mm -hmm. right? Then did, went to ha we Howard. Think we think Howard. she went to Harvard. Okay, we <laughs> think she went. But then she went to Howard as a white woman. Yes. And then somewhere along the line decided, hey, I'm going to be black. I love sushi. She decided I she was going to be black when her black husband left her. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. is, that is when she decided she was going to start being black. Yeah. She's sentimental about it. And now I was she's been say... called out about it because, like, you know, the, the reason this all came to light is because um, she is uh, on the prosecution side of a case against her older brother. Oh. Excuse me, oh. her younger brother for like molestation. Oh, I didn't know. So that. her parents came out with this, with this, to trying to like deeper. basically like discre discredit her to say that look, you're a lunatic. So like, why is anybody listening to you? Oh in the first wow! Place? But she I had been talking about being abused for a long time prior hmm. to her being exposed. Okay, it's also been come out that she has done all these like um, these death threats to herself. Yeah. Because she she mm. um she gets these things in the in the mail that don't have any stamps on them. They don't have any like right, a mail right. that would never ever the ultimate in street cred. <laughs> so yeah. like yeah. she make death yeah. threats like I'm black. That's I've how, had like so many <laughs> death threats. Have you guys watched the whole like interview with her of how this uh -oh. came out? Because that's what it's about at the beginning is like why did you get these death threats with nothing on it? Oh, I, mm. I don't know. And, and y'all don't think she has a mental problem? You don't yeah. think that woman is crazy? She's, See, she's uh, fake crime. And, and I think that's the thing about her. I mean, I, obviously there's some character flaws here but I do believe in the end yes she she did lie but I do think we should all be free to live as we want I mean as like I oh, said no, she can as people with the culture? Have, yeah, yeah. accepted Caitlyn Jenner this you know free country we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back and talk about this transracial bullshit that is uh on the scene and and if you want to be black god damn it you gotta right. take all of that comes with it look you at my neck this you took a while on. to work that out that not a lot of white guys can do that you see that? You see the stereotypes? You see mm -hmm. this? Yep. Radio V. Radio in TV. Radio in TV. <laughs> it's all right, 
I'm Laura Somoza. I'm Sterling Gardner. And we are Between the Sheets every Monday here, 3 p.m., tradiov.com. T-Radio-V. That's right. It's T-Radio-V. Radio in TV. <laughs> what is that face? <laughs> she wants to see our hands. That's Radio in TV. Wah, 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 wah. We're not a couple. <laughs> T Radio V. What did you play opposite Andy Eric? Do you remember? Uh, Andy and I worked as uh, two employees at a network. Okay. Oh, you're and forgetting the other I, thing. I played. I played. I played a news anchor, and he played a reporter. Okay, but the other thing you did, the thing you did on the Andy Dick show, who did you play to Andy? Oh, uh, is, is that play my sister? You played his wife, Denise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you played his wife. Yeah, so what's wrong with that, Eliza? Yeah. Nothing's wrong with it. He's it got just, a great range as an actor. It, yeah. yeah, it just was funny. Encounters with Eric and Eliza Roberts, Wednesdays from 2 to 4 p.m. on T-Radio V. Holds it all together, guys. He really does. So uh, we're talking about Rachel Dolezal. Dolezal. Nah, I can't. I, I see, I have to have it in front of me to see it. <laughs> or white right. privilege. We're, we're talking, talking about, about Rachel Dolezal Jackson. Dolezal Jackson. Speaking of Jacksons in the news, Blanket Jackson changed his name. Finally, thinking something oh. rational. He was being bullied and to uh, pillow. BG, BG, which was <laughs> like that's better to yeah. BJ. Well, it, has a, it sounds B- like a baby blowjob, but yeah, BG. it does a BG. Oh, no, it BG, is, dude. I, you know the kids like right away. Like Come it. on, no, but dude. it means something like means no. blowjob in like no, middle school <laughs> they're like a bg <laughs> i mean come on dude kids a B, are so like a bg board like a bg a, board it means something self-conscious yeah yeah very, very powerful name can i get a reach around in a bg so that was another story that we missed while we were focusing on mm. uh rachel and and you know i got a lot of a lot of people because i put this uh post up on facebook and i got a very angry message about uh, as a black woman i'm this 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 and I said, you know, she's like, I no longer have outrage, something. And I said, well, good, that's healthy. I said, because if your outrage is mm. not focused on solution, then you're just another angry bitch up right. on the planet. And at nobody le- cares. At least this woman was, like, doing really probably what every black woman, I'm not every black woman should do, but, I mean, all of us, she was being an, uh, an activist, you know, a president of a, you know, well, you I mean, know, I, I know it's not wrong, but I mean, it. I'm like, at least she was doing something. Well, there are pro people that black, are arguing right? that the reason why people keep making excuses for her is because they always make excuses for white women and mm. the stuff that they do. And then they're here. Here we are. Uh, this is yet another example of white privilege, white privilege yeah. where people making excuses for her mm. as, as instead of just allowing her to be accountable for being a liar. Sure. And then somebody else, yeah. Dewan Brown, who's a comedian, had a very also very interesting point that said, why do we give a shit about the NAACP? What they have, what have they done? They were created by an organization of five. There were five people, and sure. three of them were white. Mm-hmm. So why are we so bent out of shape about the NAACP? Right. It's not like they're on the front line for causes. Right, right. Well, and you know, Spokane, Washington, is really mostly upset because they found out there's no black people there anymore. <laughs> it's very, very white. <laughs> they lost their last they're like, black Damn! person. Like what? We thought we had one. We thought we had one. She didn't look. I mean, she looked white, black, but we thought. I just thought so that it funny. was just interesting. Um, you know the the braids. The braids. Uh, yeah, I, she had the, the and one she had picture. dreadlocks. But dude, you, I mean, I know girls like that in high school who went. You know, went all out, and that's who. The, I mean, in eighth grade, I wore an Africa medallion. Yeah, but you were in the eighth grade. <laughs> I was in the eighth grade. That's true. I didn't but, continue. I don't still wear. I yeah, have the medallion but, still, but. It's like, you but know. But you loved hip hop. I love, dude, different. I love, I mean, in eighth grade, we were all, my friends wearing the overalls with the thing down, the Raiders yeah. hat, you know what I mean? It was 80s NWA, like. Yeah, you loved hip hop. That was what I grew up on, so. I don't know if that's the case with Rachel. I think. No, she, she took it. She went, you know. And she was, this is the thing, the issue that I have with like some gay men and with, with white women and white people that do that. They are emulating a stereotype. Because mm. 
Michelle Obama isn't walking around with those braids in her hair, and no. neither is Soledad. Well, Soledad O'Brien identifies black. There are so many people of color that you don't see that are walking around mm. with the Shaniqua braids. Or, sure. No, I mean they no, of course this, find you know, the picture the of her in the Shaniqua Afro, braids, though. You know, those are Afrocentric. Like, I, yeah. and I, I take that back because that's disrespectful. Because okay. there are some women who are very Afrocentric, and that that is something that is directly rooted in their culture and their history. But this right here is to me is just yeah. I mean, she's but crazy. I've seen I've seen ring. girls like that, like at you know uh-uh. Santa Monica and the Western, you know Metro stop like no. that girl. I mean that's but I think now look if she had if she had had a black parent everything people would be like that's cool. She, oh wow, that's ridiculous. She looks that's cute. a little much. She went overdue with the weave, but hey, people happen. It's a I mean. She went way overboard with that weave. That weave was, that was like Rapunzel weave. No, she had these braids that go down all the way down to her ankles. Wow. And it's a mockery sometimes. I mean, is it like this, is it similar to like a white person with dreadlocks and totally goes Rasta and like just becomes and. Well, I mean, yeah. I think Rasta is a culture that, that okay, so. They, more they, people can join maybe or something. But like, it has nothing to do with race. The yeah. Rastafarian culture is yeah, a belief true. that. You know, you believe in Haile Selassie. You mm-hmm. you adhere to the whatever their culture. Smoke a lot of weed. There so are a lot of people. I could definitely get into that. Ignorance, <laughs> right? But I'm just saying, like that's different. I think that I don't think that's ignorance though. Like Rasta is based upon marijuana, so yeah, like, not gotta, based you, on you, marijuana. You, you, yes, it's based is. on uh, Ethiopia. No, it's no, not. It's, ba- it's, it's they bit. do I mean, smoke done, marijuana. It's I mean, per, it's admitted to smoke, but it's not based on. I'm more of a Rasta than a lot of it is. I know some Rastafarians who don't smoke. Well, then they're not real Rastafarians. Yeah, they're not. They're doing. They're fucking it up, man. No, There's yes, no point in being are. a Rasta if you're not going to smoke weed. Okay, right? like Rasta is like a connection to God, and like you cannot. Connect but not to, through marijuana. Cannot, yes, it is. No, yes, without the is. weed, bro. You can't connect. You cannot connect to God without the sense of Mila. Mm-hmm. You can't no. do it. That that is Rasta. Like uh, I've, yeah, I, I, I beg, I, I disagree. Yeah. Okay, well, I know. I mean, I, my godson is a Rastafarian, and his father is a Rastafarian. They, my smoke, godson, they smoke weed. Then no, he's my just godson not being honest. Smoke. He's not being honest about he's smoking weed. He's not being honest. Weed. He's got to smoke weed. He doesn't. How old is he? Uh, no, he's eighteen. He's, he's, he's smoking weed. weed. No, he doesn't. He's, he's yeah. bullshitting you, Ida. He's bullshitting no, 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 no. He's not. He doesn't have to. <laughs> I was smoking weed in the basement, his like dad in high smokes school. Weed. And I'm like, my mom's like, you guys smoking weed down there? I'm like, no. His dad smokes weed. He doesn't. He doesn't have to lie to us. He's eighteen. That's okay. Nobody's gonna beat him. No, but I mean, it's not no, you just think worse of him. And no, yes. not at all. I don't judge him at all. I have but, a lot of friends that smoke weed that I don't. Yeah, I don't know. She's, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm more concerned her. about my alcoholic friends than I am about my friends. Hundred percent, me too. Alcohol is way is, worse. Yeah. Is so violent. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I don't know anybody who has ever said that they got raped by somebody who was high on weed. Yeah, no, or a bar <laughs> fight and weed. No, for sure. No. <laughs> but so anyway, I, I I the white privilege thing. So let's talk about. Let's that. talk about white privilege. Let's just get there. Yeah, you. I'm gonna let you talk about I mean, it because that's I, your, that well, is your special. This is my domain. Is um, <laughs> my middle name is actually it's Samson White Privilege Groupin, <laughs> and it's just I figure about time you know to own up to that name you know because you were you've been very active since uh, the since um, well, I'm from St. Louis so since Ferguson stuff happened yeah, um, yeah I mean. And for a while, I was very active on Facebook. And at Christmas, I actually went to a pr- uh, protest down at the uh, oh, okay. Saint Le- the police station when they stormed the police station. And I'll tell you, this was like 16-year-old white kids, like Jewish grandmothers, some black people. But, you know, largely the, the group of people were very multicultural. And, uh, man, we got pepper sprayed, this and that. So because I had been... You know, like my friends make fun of me, like, you know, being a social justice warrior on Facebook and just people post stuff. So I wanted to actually go down and have video of my own to, you know, back up. Like, I'm not just sitting here posting. I actually am doing something kind of about it. So anyway, it's just the whole through this experience of posting, like uh, things that I feel are that I strongly about are um, and, you know, a lot of friends like uh, so I had. My picture was of Michael Brown with his hands up. Mm-hmm. So I'll have friends who will put on my Facebook, like, so when are you going to take it down? Or shouldn't you add a TV and a box of smokes to that? Or, oh, wow. And so, but what's interesting, so, and that, but none of my black friends would ever say that to me or something. They wouldn't be like, hey, Sam, when are you going to take that picture down? So I've experienced a, a lot of both sides, like I was saying, on Facebook. Um, and with white privilege, mainly I see is white people have a hard time just admitting there is white privilege and that yes if i'm driving in my car i'm so high i am drunk okay and you're driving in a car and you're so high or just sober 
I know that most times, as long as I sit up and drive like this, I'm I'm probably not going to get pulled over because right is that now what I, it is right there? I, it's this because I sit up kind of like kind of like dad, but maybe he's gay, so <laughs> you don't want to pull me over. I couldn't be up to anything. You know what I mean? Like, I know I look like you know Michael J. Fox. I look I generally look like I'm not threatening. I'm not threatening. So I understand that, and there's there is an advantage to that, but people don't like to admit there is an advantage. Well, some people are not aware of it because they bask I think in that the privilege too. that they don't know it exists. I think that's the big you issue know. as well. Is, is, and I said that to people who, who would on Facebook come after me and I'd say, well, have you asked your black friends why they're upset about what's happening in Ferguson or in Baltimore? And of course it's always met with, okay, you know, Sam. And, and it's like really true. If you have friends, uh, gay friends, then you might be understanding why gay people are discriminated against or be a little more supportive because you have friends you care about. And I just think that's the thing. People don't interact with a lot. They don't mix their friends very often. Yeah. I think, um, you know what, I think it's really interesting is I read this article in uh, Gawker yesterday, mm. and it was a writer that was talking about all lives matter versus black lives matter. Sure. She said that all lives matter was rooted in white privilege because she said it's, it, white people are so used to the focus being on them mm -hmm. that when you take the focus off them, they feel like they're being discriminated against. Yes, and yeah, it was it a is. very interesting That's take. Interesting. It was a very good article. But I just, I, I don't understand why fighting for black lives matter means that you, you're saying that white lives matter. For, for me and my friends, that meant they, they thought I was race baiting, you know, or like I'm a race baiter, or, you know, like I'm always saying, why is it always race, or why you got to do it on Facebook? Um, right. And that's just, you know, that, I don't know, it's been very interesting because it's been a big, you know, I've unfriended friends over it. Yeah, me too. Um, just because they keep spewing this racist shit on my Facebook page, and I'm like, dude, well, and then I unfriend them, like, whoa, they mess with me, like, what happened? What, what's going on? I'm like, I just, I'm not going to sit here and host you talking like this. Yeah, I, and you know, it, I mean, it got ugly. It got really ugly. A yeah. lot of people that I knew that were very upset, specifically when you talk about the police, because it's such a mm -hmm. different experience for other mm -hmm. people. I've been pulled over by the police down the street from my house, and I've been asked, what am I doing in that neighborhood? Sure. And I was like, that, that's my house. Mm -hmm. And um, I've also been pulled over by the police with my daughter in the car who was eight, and the policeman asked her if she was strapped. Wow. And she was like, I have my seatbelt on. And he was like, no, are you strapped? He was right. asking her if she right. had a gun. Mm -hmm. And she was little. She was like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, and I think, too, what a big difference is what I find people say. You know, I, I grew up in um, suburbs, a nice, affluent neighborhood. And the difference is, is when you d they treat you nice in rich neighborhoods. If you never go to the poor neighborhoods, you know, they're always, the police are treating you nice. So you have no reason to fear them. Right. When you're poor and you're getting harassed all the time, totally different experience. You hear David Bowie. We're coming I do. right Sorry, back. Sorry, I was trying to slip. It's okay. Out. We'll be right back. Chime in. 855-878-4652. We want to hear what you have to say about white privilege in America. White people want it all. This is David Faustino, and you are watching T Radio V. Do you see what I'm saying? It's television crossed with radio. It's all together. It's weird. Radio's in the middle of it. I, it's amazing. You're watching it. Go. Love and marriage. Love and marriage. Hey, I'm Dean Kane, and you are watching T Radio V. I'm watching it too. Right now. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Brad is actually here right now. <laughs> I don't have the white disease. What's Whoa! <laughs> I want to see like some tiny intro. Give me some boom. Give me some boom, bro. This is gonna make us money. Ask Robert who his favorite celebrity animals are. Okay. <laughs> the animal lovers. All right, everybody, whip your out. Everybody, whip it out. We'll be right back. See now, it's just let's do a couple things. Ready? Action. Oh, monsters! Monsters! You. <laughs> oh, that means me. Take it's gonna take your of the unreal mind. <laughs> to be honest with you, I like being down there a little more because my head was. <laughs> Candy corn monsters, boom! Hi, I'm Kristen Renton, and I don't know what I'm saying. We're just world, world animalists. Animal right here we go. Oh, I'll just. <laughs> I'm real. <laughs> 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 
I mean, unless you fake it. I had contest on night calls and they were all peeing everywhere. Everyone's like, can I get another Diet Coke? Yeah. We want to do more. Hey, what's up? I am Scott. And I am Ken. We are not the Chemical Brothers, but we are, <laughs> we are the Crystal Method. And you are watching T Radio V. He's tapped into my ADD. He like has to hypnotize me. For the I show. need him in my life, just Sam. <laughs> yes, he's like, come on, come. On. Yeah, exactly. Okay, groceries. Uh, I gotta go get groceries. <laughs> we want to hear what you have to say. Eight five five eight seven eight four six five two. You can tweet us, and we will respond. But we'd like for you to call in and talk to Samson. Um, talk to me. We're, ta talk we're to talking Samson. about talk. Samson, you know, That's Samson right. is a. That name can go either way. It can go either way. <laughs> what does that mean? Like I swing both ways? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you you could you two are transracial. I am a trans. I am transracial. People call me Black Sam. I mean, my last job, there was like, there's two Sams. There's, I was Black Sam, and the Black Sam was just Sam. Oh, it was just Sam. Just Sam. Yeah. Oh, well, good. I don't know. He might have been kind of white Sam, but it doesn't matter. Where? Anyhow. Jake, you haven't chimed in on white privilege. It exists. You're, you're pretty honest, though. I I, yeah. I enjoy your point of view because a lot of times you always hit me with something I'd, I'd never expect you to hit me with. Okay, like, you, you want to be hit with something you haven't been expected to be hit with? Yeah. Uh, it's going to take me probably three minutes or so. Go probably. Ahead. All right. So I'll tell you a story about uh, my youth, about white privilege. Um, I've always been somebody that likes to, like, um, you know, stand out and do things. And I always thought that, like, the ideal job to me was a stand-up comedian. I want to be a comedian so bad. So, like, when I was uh, 21, like, probably about three days after my birthday, I went to um, the improv down on, uh, like, 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 the biggest club I could find. I think improv, to me, is the best. Right. So, I'm in, in the audience, and I'm sitting there, and I'm watching, and I'm taking in the first comic, and it's pretty incredible. And here comes another guy, and he's pretty good, too. And then here comes, like, the third comic. It's a black dude, and he's a, he's a hack. He's terrible. He has no um, discernible skill at all. He's not that night. So I'm sitting there, and he tells his joke, and I'm like, ha, 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 ha. He tells his next joke, and I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Tells the next joke, and I'm just more and more you know, belligerent with my laughter. Like, I, ha I, I'm, I don't care at all about this guy. So um, he finally acknowledges me, and he's like, um, do you have a problem? And here's where it gets really bad. I said, um, yeah, you know. I was thinking back to like how much funnier life was when we used to get to own you guys. Oh <laughs> my! Wow. Did you get did you get assaulted after saying that? I didn't. I got invited onto the stage by the, by by him to like debate with me like the history of like racism and why I oh would think God. that would be an okay thing to say to him, you know. Mm -hmm. So like when I said that initially, you know, he got um, you could tell that he was crushed. You know, like, I, I made him less of a person than, like, he actually is. Like, I got to use, you know, hundreds of years of racist policies to, like, demean this guy into a terrible position. I can't believe you said that out loud. That was pretty ballsy. Um, uh, back then? Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, that sure. is. I mean, like. But I think it's even ballsier for him to say what he just said <laughs> after that. that <laughs> okay. That so that was demeaning and yeah. it, it was the use of, I think that that's where the power is. It is, to yeah. To be able to admit that. So uh, he, we come up on stage. He starts, like, telling me everything that's wrong with white people. And I just no-sell it. I don't give a shit what he says. You know, like, he has been uh, verbally and visually beaten by what I said to him. Mm -hmm. And I, and he, there was no way for him to be able to get back at me. So I walked out of there that night like I was the shit. I was amazing. Right. I got on stage at the improv and got to like make a comedian look like an asshole. Mm -hmm. About, you know, five miles down the road, I start thinking, oh my God, what the fuck did I just do? Like, why would, why would I have like... Um, that guy probably jumped off the Hollywood sign. <laughs> he didn't. I ran into him probably about three years later at um, another comedy place. And this is when I was now trying to get started. Mm -hmm. And um, I go up, go up to him. I'm like, hey, dude, I don't know if you remember me. He's like, he looks at me. He's like, you. I thought of so many things I wish I could have said to you that day. And I just said back, like, I thought of so many things that I wish I hadn't have said. Because, like, it was cheap and terrible of me to have done that. And... Um, uh, you know that's well, that's white privilege is being able to just call back on yourself in a position as being higher and better than other people. Now sure. that's, this isn't the same white privilege that lets you drive down the street, right? But it is another version of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, that's a powerful I think, story. I think something's interesting. I was just thinking about uh, 
was, you know, if slavery happened in America, so all of the slave masters and all the racism is all here, you know, within past, you know, I mean, the great, great grandparents, but it's like, you know, people like the Holocaust was in Europe and, you know, Germany, and we think of the Nazis and everything like that. But it's interesting because I think if, say, the Holocaust had happened in America, I think the Jewish experience would be very similar to what blacks are feeling because all the anti-Semitism would have all been that happened here. The concentration camp was in Detroit. It was in Chicago. You can go visit it here, you know what I mean? And I think even in here, you can go visit plantations and where, you know, I ate at this place in Mobile, Alabama, with my wife and her mom lives down. It's like, in this place cute? It's called the wash house. It's where all the slaves used to wash the dishes. It's beautiful, isn't it? And I'm just sitting here eating dinner the whole time. Wonderful place, really. But I'm like, dude, somebody's probably like whipped on that tree. And I'm like, this is like, they can get past it and see it. I'm like, it's so deep. But I, my point is like, I think the reason why so much of this racism and what's happened to the black culture and is because it all happened here. And I think you have so many people who are growing up, you know, their grandparents might have been slave masters and are passing on this. So mm -hmm. I just feel like, you know, the Jews were able to escape to America. Blacks weren't able to escape anywhere. Oh. They were raised as animals. And then, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, assimilate, you're free, but not really. I mean, you know, and then of course. You're not, you're almost human all the other way there. Exactly. I don't know if that's and too I mean, crazy or happened. deep, but it just seems, I think there'd be a difference of all the propaganda of what they did in the Holocaust is still with us. People, I have to tip I, more I don't know if that's true. I think that our country is so, so um, ready to grapple with our past. I mean, mm -hmm. if you look at like, every other culture around the world, like most of them are murderers and and slave makers and, yeah. and killers themselves. I mean, like, yeah. here, um, they're unapologetic we're, we're just, about it. Here, we're more willing to talk about it and to like look as, as to why things actually happened. Right. Yeah. People don't take responsibility where here we're like, well, we should, but. Well, and, I mean, and, and it, it, it's sick that right now, like, okay, racism, like, um, slavery and, and all these other issues are so huge. But there's more people who are slaves now on the face of the earth than there's ever been. Oh, sure. Uh, and, and I don't see anybody who's like, oh, slavery was terrible. And then they're, like, going off to fight around the world to sure. to, to free people. Yeah. Like, we're, we're all just pretty cool with well, the people Well, the people here people can't. Yeah. Like, they're still, just because you remove the physical shackles sure. doesn't mean the mental shackles are not there. <clears throat> You're a slave to your job. No, and when I talk with black people, you know? when, you, when you put people in a race and everybody else starts running first and you take this person and you take their shoes off and you make and you hold them and you say wait 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 mm -hmm. wait let them run mm -hmm. and everybody else has run run, run five laps right. and now you say okay now you got to go and catch up right it's so unfair it's it doesn't happen I mean, people don't it understand. It happened to the Chinese when they came yeah, here. But I mean, yeah, but nothing has ever happened like slavery in America. Yeah. I am a diaspora person. I am a person from the Caribbean. We have a, a flag. We have a language. We have music. We have a country that we belong to. Black people don't have that. There right. is, you know, there is a history of, you know, it, it, it is, there is a reason why people that are black and poor live in a certain area and the jobs are not available and the education right. is not available because they're still being held back in that race. Exactly. And when people say, hey, you need to pull yourself up from mm, the bootstraps, yeah. there's no, there, the economic support is not there. There's not the, there's right. not the, the unity that's there. Well, that's so. white privilege. And like I said, like, I grew up in a neighborhood doctor, dentist, lawyer not drug dealer, pimp, oh, yeah. you know, when your choices are there, and you have to understand my chances are way better Absolutely than somebody are. without the education, not getting the good, you know, education because there's not money in the area where the school is, you yeah. know, I mean, and that's white privilege. You and have I used to, to get a textbook yeah. that was tw 12 yeah. years old. Yeah, you can't say that your, that, you know, your chances is the same as theirs. It's not, yours are way better. Yeah, so we'll be right back. Um, and we're not angry. <laughs> no, I'm pissed. All my white friends, fuck you. Can we cuss? You already have so many too times. Late. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Holly, and this is Michael. We're on Love Life on T Radio V every day. No! no. <laughs> every Tuesday. Tuesdays. Every day I try to get her to have a love life. But every Tuesday, where you can watch us. And Harris, only one place. Only hear him though. 5 p.m. Pacific time, T Radio V. We're gonna talk about love, relationships, sex. intimacy. There'll be some sex, but not 
between us. No, I don't have sex with him. Not often. You're single. We're gonna share with you what to do if you just want booty calls or be in a relationship. Oh, you know you like booty calls. I do. What's it like to be in a relationship? We always say you have to be a strong me before you can be a great we. One place right here, Tuesdays, 5 p.m. Pacific, only on T Radio V, right? Yep. Cool. I'm Zoe Williams. And I'm Dr. Mark Goulston. I'm Jeff Brown. And we make up the Zoe What Morning Show. You can find us here on TRadioV.com every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I make you think. He makes you laugh. And if I get a chance, I'll help you change. Or make you cry with his attempts at humor. Radio in TV. Can you relate? We'll make it happen. Look at Jeff. What you doing? Were you mumbling to yourself? <laughs> he no. back there mumbling. To them. To them. Andy D on T Radio V. Bing bang bing boom right. Yeah. Andy D on T Radio V. Somebody bibbity bobbity boo. Andy D on T Radio V. The Andy Dick Show Wednesdays from four to six p.m. on T Radio V. Wow. But pole. we'll do it. We'll do it better when we when the show actually starts. Yeah. And we are back. Finally, somebody who loves it just like I do. See, it's not a black or white thing. Music is truly, truly universal. The universal language. It really is. But um, so anyway, we were talking about white privilege. We we're talking about racism. Let's talk about you. What's going on with you? Oh God! Well, I'm I'm having a, a baby this Friday. Oh wow! Do you? My wife is. But she's having a C-section. She's having a C-section. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they're gonna. You lucky I, people that can schedule it. Yeah, she's yeah. We schedule a pregnancy for Friday, and uh, <laughs> I, it's so odd to me. I just always say that you know men would never be able to deliver babies there would be no there would be there'd no. be no population problem and there'd be no abortion laws because men would say no god has said in the good book to leave these babies in heaven okay. why bring them to a planet where nobody can take care of them and raise them properly let's leave them in heaven i have a joke about that <laughs> i mean there would be one contraction you're having a heart attack yeah i mean exactly dude men are not made to do it and they couldn't do it and so like my wife is like getting cut open braveheart style on uh, friday and i mean i am i'm like anxious just thinking about that but women like the pain is just i don't know oh wow so you having another baby another baby yes and then what else releasing actually an album this summer oh Uh, okay have a uh, an hour an hour no not a comedy album actually a music album oh i didn't know that yeah 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 playing um uh what's a band called all walls with my uh, partner keith and uh he produces all the music and then you know i sing and play drums so we're doing actually a full kind of uh, release for that this summer, and our single "The Spider" drops uh, drops June thirtieth. Okay. So that's kind of fun. We shot all our vi- two music videos, so it's kind of a little. I've always done music, so it's a little bit of a switch. Oh dang! Wow, you're quick. Yeah, I don't even know if we can technically be playing that, but let's put, let's play a little bit. Let's play. Can. A I'm not sure because it releases June thirtieth, so we're not supposed. Well, to. they're not gonna release it. Yeah. Well, how did he get it? How did you get this? I guess it's on there. So. Jay can get anything. You can get it. So this is um, Greta. She's So we have um, different singers feature on the album. So this is kind of our uh, femme fatale track. She sounds good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. The video is great. So, you know. So we're doing that. And then, um, uh, you know, comedy-wise, just trying to stay in the game and stay relevant. What about the Beast show? The Beast. Uh, the Beast, we were doing it, but, you know, Tiff went and did her Key and Peele movie. Right. So we kind of put that on pause. And uh, I'm honestly, I'm waiting for Tiffany to blow up or my friends, you know, to give me <laughs> jobs. You know what I mean? Like, that's what Amy Poehler said. Wait till all your friends, 10 years till your friends get rich and famous and give you jobs. So nice. I've switched my career aspirations from not banking on myself as much, but, but to banking, on, your banking on my friends. You know, I told <laughs> Tiff, I'm like, I'm, you know, like I'm team she ready, you know, I know. give me are. a little desk job, you know, like whatever. She's going to Montreal after that. I think yeah, so. Yeah. She's going to Montreal. So it's good. You know, it, it's, it's hard in this, 
you know, I always say, like, I have friends who have dedicated their whole life to stand-up and don't have a family, aren't married or anything, and, you know, and I... And they still are not exactly where they want to be. You know, it's yeah. such a challenge. I like your family, though. I like Oh, no, your I kids. would never give it up. But, you know, no, sometimes. No, but I'm saying I really like you know, your kids. Yeah, thank you. No, I know. You really you said, like, you don't just tell people that. No, no. They're really, really sweet. You know, they're very, it's a, it's they have a great sacrifice. personalities. Absolutely. You yeah. know, and this, it's just, you know, and in this business, of course, a lot of it is just catching your lucky break. You know, like, you're one, I could either be a stay-at-home dad one day or a producer on a TV show or an executive producer of your own television show. Right. And it like, that's the exciting part about LA, but it's just also the frustrating is you just might not get your shot just because you look down to tie your shoe and missed meeting the guy who's going to change your life. <laughs> you know, I mean, you play, you put it, you know, you have to put things into play, but it just, uh, I don't know. It's out of your control a lot of times here. I think it's beautiful though. Cause that's the one thing you have that. Nobody that you else. do, that you invest in, that will always give back. Mm-hmm. And when you're 80, nobody's oh, gonna yeah. care what car you drove. They're no. not care about the song. You mm-hmm. who's gonna come see you on Sunday? Exactly. And I will, and I will always be performing or doing comedy. And like I hope you're to be like George Carlin. 80 year old. Yeah, I would love that. You know, like just because that's the thing. I mean, we're we're really artists. You know right. what I mean? And it's like the desire to be on stage is really. It'll be me, you, Jake, all of us. Yeah, sure. Time though, um, and I think someone has something to uh, you know say for us. Usually at this time, oh, I'm sorry. I was, no, no, going on. Go ahead. No, no, you not really enough. asked me about me, and I, you know, it's like I wanted to find really out about you. No, absolutely, no, no, no. Um, and then I want you to talk about your what you're doing at okay. home. I'm gonna do my. I'll say it for you quickly. Okay. So today I'm just gonna keep it brief. That I've been getting a lot of hate on social media, and a lot of people ask me why I don't respond. And I'll I'll I'll. I'll say it quickly and I'll say it for you. Um, There are a few reasons why I don't respond. First of all, I don't like to reinforce stereotypes about women of color being angry, ignorant, and mad. I'd rather you put that energy into being productive and directing it towards the solution of what the problem is than to be bickering on social media and um, just adding to the pile of women that are already being displayed as the example of what women of color are. So I don't participate in that. Secondly, I just don't believe in arguing with family in front of the company. So I'm not going to tear down another woman of color and um, just for props and likes and for people to say that I'm a beast and I'm vicious and that I go in hashtag, you know, hard. That's just not what I do this for. I am truly vested in the advancement of people and I really want to continuously dispel the myth of that women of color are all angry and ignorant and continuously uh, involved in a yard fight. So if you want to have an intelligent exchange with me, we can agree to disagree and have an intelligent exchange. I'm always open to that. But if you want to have a good Facebook or Twitter fight, you got to go find somebody else because I'm not up for that. Ida Rodriguez and I said it for you. (laughs) All right. I'll say it's all eight. Ida's haters, you better watch that shit. Because <laughs> if she won't fuck you up, I will. And I'll get away with it because white privilege. <laughs> Call back. I got a lawyer, motherfucker. <laughs> so people, tell- that's the thing about being white, though. People assume I'm a police officer. Like, anytime I come to an all black thing, like, I shot this thing with Tiffany. And, you know, I'm the only white dude there or whatever. And I come in, some people are smoking weed. And I was like, oh, yeah. And they're like, are you a cop? <laughs> I was like, no. I'm, I mean, but just because people look at me, you're like accountant, cop, or the milkman. I want you to tell everybody about what you're doing right now because you started back doing your own thing. I started back, yeah, I'm doing um, Spin Cycle, which is kind of like my John Stewart Daily Show, mm-hmm. my take on the news and stuff like that. So that's great. Uh, started doing that weekly again. And, uh, you know, usually what I do is produce comedy shows stuff, so I'm kind of have a few shows in development right now that I'm okay. working on. So I'm kind of in that in-between stage of I was, I was working as a producer on the experiment for BET, right. so wrap that. And then, you know, like I said with this city, you are the shiznit, and then you can go 
to the sh- to no shiznit. No, so I'm just on that kind of you know hustle grind, getting back up to shiznit again. That's how we are. You know, when are you having another crawfish boil? Oh, good question. Hopefully soon, because I got this damn baby that's cramping my oh, style. Oh, the baby's so, coming. Yeah, that's this, a celebration. Yeah, it is. So maybe I'll sneak one in. I'll definitely let you know okay. for sure. Uh, so where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at Samson Crouppen, S-A-M-S-O-N-C-R-O-U-P-P-E-N. Uh, our album I told you about is called All Walls. It's allwallsmusic.com. The shit's good. It's a great album. It's going to be, it's coming out. I'm really excited about it because it's just a little bit of something for everybody. It's, I love that song. Actually. Yeah, it's great. It's real smooth. And, and, you know, it's part of what we did with this was, it's a little bit more commercially friendly, and then, like I said, a little something for everybody. So, Jake, where can they find you? Where can uh, they find let's you? see. You can find me uh, Facebook at Jake Belcher, um, Twitter at Jake Belcher GTA. What is GTA? GTA is Grand Theft Audio. That's my show. <laughs> so you can look it up, and um, you can find interviews with um, Cheech and Chong and Carlos Mencia and uh, every comedian you could possibly want. Bobcat Goldwaite. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of hours, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So check it out. So, and then you can always find me at funnyaida, A-I-D-A dot com, at funnyaida on Twitter, on Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat. And on Facebook, it's aida.rodriguez. Bring it, because I have nothing to say. All right? So thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Make sure you keep up with Samson. He's got a lot of good shit to say. I'm a sleeper. They're going to find they're going to wake up one They'll day. They'll wake up. Those, these bitches about to wake up. Yeah. Say bye Jake. Bye Jake. You want the You are watching T Radio V. Radio and TV.